welcome to Creepin' It Real, the show where we watch the scary things so you don't have to. I'm Michelle, and this week I'm joined by Lou. Oh. And Alex. Hey. We watched the 2019 movie Escape Room. Not to be confused with the 2018 movie Escape Room. <laughs> Two different movies, same title. 2019, directed by Adam Robitel. That is the one that we watched. Um, so it actually has, just so everyone knows, a sequel coming out apparently on July 16th. The trailer just dropped this week for that second one. So that's kind of why we're here to talk about the first one. Um, as always, this is going to be full spoiler. We're going to spoil absolutely everything about this movie. So if you haven't watched it, I recommend watching it, coming back, watching us, or just don't watch the movie, just watch us. Uh, that's also an option. <laughs> so let me break down this movie for you. If you're familiar with the idea of what an escape room is, so it's like a puzzle, a, a labyrinth of sorts, where you're willingly trapped in the room for fun, and you have to come up with like, you and your friends, however many people are in there, have to discover the way out. So there's clues, there's little puzzly bits. Um, it depends on what theme of escape room, you can do a whole multitude of different themes. Um, so this movie is based 100% around that concept. So it follows six characters as they go to an escape room. It's called like one of the most challenging escape rooms. It's super cool. And you win $10,000 if you escape. Escape rooms are meant to be played cooperatively. This is not necessarily like a saw type of situation where you got to like kill the people with you. Like you're, you're, you're meant to work together. You're going to be more successful if you work together for all escape rooms. So for all intents and purposes, that is also the case for this movie for the most part. I'll get to it. So... We are introduced to our main six protagonists. Um, first of all, we are, I don't remember the exact order of who's introduced, but we're introduced to Zoe, who is a super smart, socially awkward girl. Um, she is like crazy smart, super nerdy. Um, her professor really wants her to kind of get out and experience the world because all she wants to do is stay at home and do like math and stuff like that. So that's Zoe. Next, we are introduced to Ben, who is like potentially an alcoholic stock boy because uh, he has a little flask with him and his boss is kind of pointing that out like you should probably find a different coping mechanism for whatever you're dealing with um, so we're introduced to them then we're introduced to Jason who is a like high profile stock trader rich douche guy very kind of standard character there um, then those are the characters we're kind of introduced to prior to going to the escape room then all six characters arrive so there we meet Amanda um, she is an army vet. We don't really know too much more about her. She seems kind of nice, whatever. Then we're introduced to Mike, who's just like this jolly old, old white dude, just being Mike, uh, just a nice character. And then we get Danny, who is the escape room enthusiast. This dude's done a hundred escape rooms. He knows everything about escape rooms. So he's kind of the guy explaining to the other characters who have all not done escape rooms, how the situation plays out. So it kicks off pretty quickly with no explanation of how the escape room works to the characters. Suddenly they're in the waiting room and jokes, it is the escape room, you're already there. Um, so the puzzle starts to play out and all the characters kind of frantically trying to figure out how to get out, what, what are we doing? Danny, tell us what to do, we don't know the rules. And as this is happening, they trigger the danger of this escape room. And we're pretty quickly shown that, oh, it's life or death. It's not just you're gonna win money, it's you get to survive as the escape room starts to catch fire. So they're pretty much in a giant oven and they have to escape said giant oven. Um, I'm not going to go through all the details of how they escape each room because that would make this explanation 101 years long because there's quite a few steps. Suffice to say, they figured out 
all six characters do manage to escape we do have a moment there where we see amanda have like a panic attack like she does not deal well with fire um so it's clear that there is some type of trauma in her past involving fire and she kind of has like a whole moment and zoe has to talk her through that moment they all escape and suddenly they're in this really cute cozy cabin uh the the set designer actually calls it the cozy cabin like that's what that's called they're in this cozy cabin where they are introduced to another puzzle the answer of which is rudolph so we get actually to see a little backstory from ben because he's the one who figures out this puzzle he has a little flashback to uh, a moment that we'll talk about later um in which the answer leads him to go oh it's rudolph the answer is rudolph they escape the room and it leads them right on to ice and they question, are we outside? Are we inside a building? What's going on? Uh, it, they're inside. There's like some force field wall that Danny walks into. Um, they puzzle their way through this one. And this is where we actually experience our first character death. So Danny falls through the ice and gets just like swept away under the ice and he drowns. So this is where the characters kind of realize that it was very high stakes from the fire. But this is the first time they're like, oh, they're going to kill us. We're all going to die here. Um, so they have to deal with that they do eventually puzzle their way through this one again we see a flashback from another character we see a flashback from jason as he recognizes kind of how this puzzle is meant to play out because there's one coat that they're supposed to share amongst them to avoid freezing as they try to defrost a key that's in an ice block and he has had a past experience very similar to this one so he's able to kind of be like no we should share the jacket here's how we should go through it and he's a dick about it the entire time too he's a mean character <laughs> throughout the entire thing so from there, they make it through that room and we go to my personal favorite room, which is the upside down billiards room. Um, so this is literally a room flipped upside down. And again, they have to figure out how to get through. There's a lot of puzzles in this room, but the danger is the ceiling floor because the room's flipped is falling out. So they are just going to fall to their death if they are not careful and they're not climbing on all the very convenient things on the walls and all that stuff. Again, puzzling their way through we see a flashback this time from zoe um that leads her to understand oh everything's upside down therefore the password we need is probably upside down then unfortunately we do see the death of amanda in a really honestly pretty epic moment where she like throws the doorknob and then she falls and then she tries to hang on a telephone wire but obviously that's not sustainable so she falls and we do hear a very distinct thump she is dead i uh, yeah she, she falls down the shaft, she dies. The rest of the characters escape and they escape into a hospital room. In this hospital room, this is where we get the most actual explanation of the characters and what's going on. Because in this hospital room, there are six beds and it's each of their own individual hospital beds. So we discover that all of these characters are actually sole survivors of different tragedies, um, thus leading to them coming to the conclusion of, oh, that's why we were all chosen for this escape room because we're a statistical improbability and they wanna see who is the luckiest of the lucky. So here we're introduced to the trauma that happened to each of the characters. So I'm gonna go through that real quick because it is somewhat relevant. Um, so Zoe was a sole survivor of a plane crash in which her mother died. Um, the plane landed upside down and she was on the ceiling and her mother was on the floor. So the upside down room was her designed for her. Amanda was the army veteran and she had died in, or her crew had died in an IED explosion. So fire and explosives are not her friend, hence the first room. Then Jason had been shipwrecked with a buddy on top of a boat um, in the freezing ocean. He murdered his friend, we discover, um, and steals the one jacket to survive. 
So the ice room with the one jacket obviously is for him. Then we know that Ben is the sole survivor of a car crash in which he was the driver and he was wasted out of his brain. Um, this one, I believe, and this is like my own opinion, I believe the trippy room we're about to get to is his room. Then we have Danny, who was a sole survivor of a carbon monoxide poisoning that killed his entire family. The hospital room is his. And then last but not least, we have Mike, who is a sole survivor of a cave-in. Uh, he was a minor. He, his brother died in the cave-in. So the final room that we see is his room. So once they kind of figure out this, they have to figure out how to get out of the hospital room. So while Mike, Jason, and Ben are trying to figure out what to do, how to get out, we see Zoe kind of go a little crazy, start to smash the camera, start to babble on about some science and some stuff that doesn't make sense of like, what if you watch the atoms, the molecules do something, I don't know, science that I don't understand. But all of it equates to the three guys trying to escape, Mike getting killed, <laughs> because they shock his heart because that is one of the puzzles and they kill him in doing so when really the whole thing you had to do is just slow your heart down so somehow jason is like a buddhist monk who can just slow his heart through meditations like that happens <laughs> so we see jason and ben escape and we actually see zoe left behind to die of poisoning maybe so Moving forward, we go to the trippy drug room where both Ben and Jason are actually poisoned and they go on this pretty aggressive trip. Um, and they end up having a fight over the like the singular antidote in which Ben kills Jason, Ben carries on, Jason is dead. And then we get to the final room, which is a what we actually see at the beginning of the movie because they kind of do a cold open by showing this room of Ben fighting through this room that's slowly crushing him. So we see him figure out that puzzle somehow, even though he was still like kind of drugged, but he figures it out, <laughs> he gets out of the puzzle um, and we see him come face to face with the game master who pretty much exposes his villainous ways and he's gonna kill you anyways and da 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 and it's very, you know, it is what it is. And then Zoe's alive, plot twist. She was so smart, she used an oxygen mask to not die of poisoning. Uh, so she actually survived the poison room, was able to escape that room and meet up with Ben at the very end where they together kill the game master and escape. So then the movie ends with Zoe and Ben actually coming back a little while later with police and everything's been cleared out. There is no, there's no escape rooms. None of these things happened. So the police do not believe either of them, especially because there were drugs found in Ben's system at the time. And they uncover, I guess, a big conspiracy that this has been an ongoing thing and the game masters are planning a another game. So right at the end, we get a reveal of the sequel, <laughs> um, which is coming out in next month. So that is, that is the overview. So we have two survivors out of six. It's crazy. It's, it's a bunch of escape rooms. So yeah. What did you guys think about this movie? Uh, I remember watching this when it first came out. I think I actually watched it in theaters, and I remember not really liking it. Uh, but the the rewatch I did for 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 this, I kind of actually enjoyed it. I didn't like how it started with the uh with the what's his name Ben at the very beginning. <laughs> like I I don't think that was needed at all, and I thought the game master was pretty lame, but overall the concept was 
really cool. I like the concept. I've never been in an escape room. I've had, I have friends that would kind of do this once a week and I've always been curious, but uh, yeah, there are some parts that I don't care for, but overall I enjoyed it. I like the concept a lot. Uh, I'm afraid I wasn't a fan. Uh, like obviously a movie like this, it, it like you're forced to draw parallels to the Saw franchise. You just have to, right? You can't help it. And uh, it, it really, it, it lacks in comparison to uh, what I remember the Saw, some of the Saw movies being is really inventive and creative. This was kind of like blander on, 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 on like the death trap, but ridiculously crazy on the riddles, like, like really like esoteric answers to, 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 to these simple you know, simple problems that you have. Like you need a doorknob, but you got to do a shitload of stuff for that doorknob. Uh, the other problem I had is it, it's like my suspension of disbelief uh, was on overdrive because it's like really hard to believe in like the overall concept of like this grand conspiracy, uh, like, like a lot of money, you know, thrown into this, but they only hire three people to be working there uh, apparently, from what I can tell, there were only three people, you know, at that time, the games master, the two people that were going to clean up the bodies. And like, mm-hmm. th- that, that was literally it. And, and the security guard at the beginning, I guess. Oh, right, right, right. right. Security guard. So, <laughs> so, so you got like a skeleton crew to, you know, with fewer people than the number of people, you know, actually doing the, the escape room. Um, uh, so, so yeah. And, and it, it just, you know, Everything around that, hard to believe. Uh, yeah, that's that's where I'll leave that. <laughs> I'm gonna, I love this movie. I love this movie. There's no gore, not, not even a little, not even a little nugget of it. There's no gore at all. I still adore this movie. It's a PG-13 movie. So I think that's worth noting because you're not gonna get the ingenuity of Saw with a PG-13 setting. Um, so that's, I think, why they kind of went the more, like, psychological route of scaring the characters with the things that are like, wait, why is this familiar to me? Because that is kind of put throughout. Um, there's something to this movie that I just, I freaking adore. And if I had to just, like, narrow it down to what it is, the set design. Just, I know, Alex, you said the suspension of disbelief of, like, the whole setup. I totally get you. I totally get that. And there's something to how grand each room is and how each room still despite being like the first room is so cool and they still managed to outdo themselves with I think every single room there's like this extra layer to it and then knowing that it was all practical design so they built each room so seeing like some behind the scenes stuff of the characters actually having to climb around in the billiards room that's so cool to me so I just have to like have a moment for the production designer Edward Thomas because he went and built each of those crazy rooms and I just think that is so cool and I think that to me adds this believability to the rooms I guess the characters are like "Eh." the grand conspiracy is "Eh." but the designs I just think are off the charts especially if you've seen the other escape room movie from 2018 where it's like bro I could have filmed this in any real life escape room it didn't have that grand feeling to it and I really really like that they went so over the top with it that it's kind of fun and, and and that's just me though I, there's something about it it's, a, it's like a comfort movie to me I've seen it way too many times truthfully so yeah 
Um, moving forward, what would you say would be the thing that maybe, like, this is qualified as a action-adventure horror. What would you say qualifies it? Like, what gets it into the horror genre a little bit? Uh, for me, I think it's just the way that the Game Master was messing with uh, everybody's mind. Like, kind of digging through their uh, through their past and just kind of using it against them. I thought that was cool. Like, again, as Alex mentioned, it's pretty kind of far fetched how they all did that. But uh, I thought I, I thought it was cool. Yeah, I, I'm 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 gonna be a, a a real downer about it. I will argue that this like legit was not a horror. It was suspense thriller. Uh, the, 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 there's nothing horrifying about it. The, the, there's a lot of suspense, suspenseful things about it, but like nobody's you know set on fire where you see their their skin crackling you know you, you, you'd even see uh what's her name amanda she's the one that fell yeah. right yeah i was expecting like like a, right, right? And, yeah. but like i i watched dread the other night and it was like that slow-mo scene where mama just cried <laughs> ah, blood and i'm like where is it where is it nothing so th- there was like nothing horrifying in this movie to me i i i, I kind of agree with you there i think it's at least for me, I find it hard to have a PG-13 horror movie feel like a horror movie to me. I know that's a thing. I know they exist. I feel like more often than not, they're supernatural. So you can still get the jump scares. You can still get like the creepy elements, but that still allows it to still be PG-13. But something like this, when you're not able to show the gore or anything like that because of the rating, yeah, you're really left, I don't know. like the most I could come up with is like the fear of death is the scary thing because the characters are dying like we do know that we do see the body of Danny after he drowns but that's not like he's just floating around under the ice it's it's nothing too outrageous um I the only thing I think that would make this a little bit alarming to me as someone who's done quite a few escape rooms is like that moment of panic when you're not doing well in an escape room and you're like am I gonna be in here forever that's relatable to me (laughs) like when they're having that panic of like, what do we do? We can't figure it out. Like, obviously I've not been in an escape room that's trying to kill me that I know of unless I (laughs) escape. But that kind of feeling of being trapped is pretty scary and can actually cause like the panic that we do see from the characters like in an actual escape room, even though you know you're not dying. There's something about being locked in there that certain people get really like, I've seen a friend of mine like fully just like have a panic attack and we needed to leave the room because she was like, nope. I cannot be locked in here whatever and it was like, it was a pretty creepy one it was like a, a mad scientist thing and there was like a moving bookshelf it was actually like pretty elaborate for like a real life thing um but even that's my scary it's not horror to me at least but I think if you're really new to horror and you don't want to watch Saw like this could be that bridge for you I'm not sure um so let's I know there's not too much horror but what would you say was like the best scene or the best moment from the movie uh, I'm, I'm going to say my, my, uh, my favorite part was just the beginning where we're like the, like, it turned out they were just in this giant oven and then they're, they're all inside of it. And like, and, and it kept like the, the, the heat bars kept turning on the, like with every little thing they did and like, Ooh, okay. This is cool. You, 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 you know, it's, it's, uh, I, I was really expecting someone to get set on fire. Though. So there was no payoff to it. Like, like the setup was great. But it, but, it, but it was just like, oh, uh, they all got out and then like the, the couches got torched. Like, eh. Mm-hmm. 
you know, wasn't uh, satisfying to me. I have to agree. That was kind of my favorite scene in the because it kind of sets the tone. And then I guess after that, you kind of have a feeling what the movie is going to be like. Because for sure, I was thinking of uh, what's his name? Danny was going to get burned for sure. I was just hoping for somebody to get like burned something. But mm-hmm. suspense was nice, like how they do something wrong and it starts getting hotter and hotter. I thought that was really cool and it added to the panic. But uh, I was disappointed that nobody really died in that room. I guess PG-13, they have to keep the some of the cast moving along. But yeah, that was that was my favorite scene of the movie. My favorite, I think I kind of already explained this, the billiard, the billiard ballroom. Yeah. I just adore that design. There's one specific moment that just like every time it happens, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. It is the moment when the camera is panning towards Amanda and then the camera flips. So then you see the room the way it's meant to be seen and she's like upside down. There's something visual there that I just adore. I just think that's so, it's just the upside down room to me is the coolest thing ever. I don't know why, but visually it just works for me. And like of all of the different rooms, truthfully, like my fear is the fear of falling. So like that room has an effect on me in that regard where I'm like, I would be so bad I'd just be like holding on to something crying like I would be useless I would not be able to climb on anything I would just like find one safe spot and never move again and I would just be there for the rest of my life until I got tired and fell like that's it <laughs> but I, I really like that room I like that scene in general I think Amanda's death is I would say one of the better ones truthfully because I think at that point you do like her character and know her character a little bit more than the other ones and I think her death is like really shown to you like Danny's death he's annoying I knew the character who knows what's going on is going to die because that's like the formula for something like this. Um, So I thought Danny was going to get burnt up the first time I watched it too. Cause I'm like, you can't have a character who understands what's happening. Like he's got to get out of here. There's no way. So him dying, I was like, whatever. Mike's death, um, moving on to the next question, worst scene, that's Mike's death for me because they killed him. They killed the dude. They completely skate over the fact that they killed him. He has a really awesome like story. I liked his character. I thought he was one of the more likable characters and they just like, and then he dies. Like you're going to really shock like the older dude, like that none of that. I hated, I hated his, his death. That scene was so stupid. So yeah. What scene did you not like? For me, it was the, uh, the game master. I mean, once I saw the game master, he, he was actually kind of lame and he was not threatening at all. So the the moment that we see him, I'm I was already he's gonna die, some way, and lo and behold, he got shot and he died, and it was the most predictable death there for me at least. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, this is tough to say because because there, there there were a few things, uh, but like maybe because like it's supposed to be like your most iconic, most important uh, scene in the movie, and that's the the opening scene. To me, that just didn't work. Like, like the squishy thing, like in Star Wars, mm-hmm. uh, it, 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 it's like you expect a little more. Uh, I don't know, like, like, like uh, so something a little more suspenseful, or, or like it, it, it's a cool visual, like to, to see everything in the room crumple. But it wasn't enough for me, especially since the dude didn't die, and like it turned out to be, I guess, a flash forward for some reason. But um, uh, yeah, it, it, it like. It probably should have been someone else getting killed in a different manner. Like I was expecting, like this movie to introduce like the slasher killer called the Games Master, who would come in if your time was up and just, you know, just maul you 
right? That's what I was thinking. Kind of like, you need your iconic, you know, slasher. If there's going to be a sequel, it's like, all right, cool. Keep it going with the, you know, with this killer. But, uh, but that's just me. I, sorry. I, I love I that. I agree with you I with the, that. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> that, that scene where he was going to get crushed. That would have been really cool if he died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he didn't die. So I was like, damn it, he didn't die. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and 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 I, and and I guess that that's really symbolic of the movie, where where it's like you're expecting it to to like get to the next level of, of like, like let's say horror, and and it just doesn't. It just teases it, and and, and yeah, like there's really there's ways of like portraying horror without being gory. Like you can hear a, a crunch and splat when someone falls, but not show it, and that'd be like ooh gruesome. But like it doesn't even do it. It's just like thud, metallic thud. so true that's man i totally i completely agree with you the cold open of spoiling ben living that long is stupid to me i I know like because i like this movie a lot i've done a lot of googling about it so like i know a lot of like other things about it so one of the other things they were going to have instead was a separate group of people dying which okay. absolutely why would you not have done yeah. that because the game master does say that this isn't the first game they've done they've done i think they do one every year and they always pick a group of people that have something in common so i think the first group was supposed to be like a sports team or something the, like the that athletes, like athletes were, yeah. yeah yeah and they were supposed to die to the trap or die to the room which would have been a fantastic open but then i also think if we see them die to the room really awesomely and then we don't get the deaths for the rest of the characters that would again be really disappointing so I, I think in general I agree that I wish more people died gruesomely <laughs> yeah um so knowing that there is a sequel I don't know if you guys have any predictions or any thoughts about what the sequel could be based on what we saw from the last movie and if you've seen the trailer I guess we kind of know but anything you're hoping to see or any thoughts about the sequel coming out um like I said I I think the the concept is 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 kind of cool and what I'm just really hoping for for the sequel is kind of a little bit of gore. G- give me some Michelle stuff there, you know? Yeah. Not even full <laughs> yeah. gore, just some gore. Just I think that would kind of actually change the tone of the movie a lot. Because it's it's to me it's a really cool concept. But the fact that it's PG thirteen and a lot of the deaths are kind of PG. So, you know, that 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 brings it down a notch for me. But if you do have that, even just that a bit of gore, I think even Alex was explaining earlier how just even some sounds or some visuals that doesn't need to be that super gory would, would work wonders for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I, I'm gonna say like the story, it, like the, I mean the, the concept escape room. Okay, obviously it, it's a good one, but like the the underlying story behind it, like the whole conspiracy thing. I think that is a thread that the the sequel has to pull on and it's just gonna get bad and messy and uh just convoluted and like it's gonna be horrible that, that that's really what i predict because like as they showed in the at the end of the the first movie that it's like a company like a full group of like scientists rich people like a lot of people in this conspiracy so that's like a lot of sociopaths at work and like that you you can't i can't buy into that but like if you have a group of 10 people i say like one's a sociopath and like two other ones will play along just because they got to play along 
but like the rest will be like what the hell are we doing here <laughs> why do why are we putting these cardiac you know machines here and carbon monoxide stuff like what what are we doing <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm looking forward to the movie because I'm, I'm just going to see how they fumble uh, <laughs> that, that part of it because it will be a fumble, but, but that's it. Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I, yeah, it's not going to be good. I don't think it's going to be good. I, I, and I'm so disappointed because I w- honestly, truthfully, would like it to be amazing. I think they're going to have a really hard time topping it in terms of the room, the rooms in general. Because we do see at the end of the first movie, like the airplane room, like the airplane thing, which is cool, but I feel like, air, I don't know, overdone. I, there's something about airplanes that I'm like, airplanes are already scary enough. Like you're already trapped in there. Like that's stupid. Come up with something different. Um, so I'm curious to see if they'll actually be able to top the creativity from the previous rooms or the creativity of the puzzles of the previous rooms. Because having like the character reveals as part of the puzzles, like that made it really interesting. But we already know that and moving forward, I like based on my guess and the, the title of the movie, it's like the Tournament of Champions. So my guess is anyone who's ever survived one of their uh, escape room situations is gonna be put into this new one. So it's already people who know the rules. We don't know those characters. They already know like the reveal of like, oh my gosh, it's about me. That can't exist anymore because they would have already experienced that if that was like their own experience in the room. I guess so I'm just you're not going to get that second layer it's just going to be escaping it's not going to be like the psychological part which I think was what made this more creative in my opinion so I don't have high hopes but I hope like I really I want to see just like some even bigger designs like I want like an escape building you know what I mean like a whole building that's one room if that makes sense like something to the grand scale of that or just like some cool visuals because like that trippy room with like the drugs like that looked really cool so like maybe like a fun house room like a clown room I don't know something weird and colorful would be fun for me to watch um but it's not going to be a groundbreaking film by by any means regardless I'm just you know I'm here for a good time <laughs> so, so far though they've shown that there's going to be a subway cart room and like a, a tiny like city block room Okay. Uh, for, just from the trailers I've seen. I, ha- uh, I didn't watch the trailer yet. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, it's totally it. fine. I'm going, okay. I was going to watch it after this because I'm like, I don't want to know oh, too much before I make my prediction. Sorry. But hey, okay. City Block, okay. I'm on board. That's cool. So That's a big. The trailer actually reminds me of, uh, uh, it was it was a Netflix series. I think it was Japanese. It, we, we were just talking about it last summer. Uh, Alice uh, Borderland, it, Borderlands, yeah, that's, whatever. But I, Alice what that's called. I love really that one. cool. So if they go kind of that route, I'd, I, I, I'd be happy. Oh, oh, I get what you mean. Like an entire city. Yeah, because that's what they did in like Alice in Borderland. Yeah. Oh, that'd be really cool. I'm if they go that, that route, then it, it would be really, really cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, okay, with all that being said, we're just going to give it a score, uh, who we recommend the movie to, and, and that's it. So whoever wants to go first. I can go first. I, I think I might be the most positive here. So uh, I'm going to give this a three out of five. Uh, it was not that great, but also not that dumb to me. Um, like I said, more gore and for the uh, this movie, I recommend to all the lightweights when it comes to horror suspense. 
damn it, you you did it out of five. I had my out of ten rating. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you threw me off here. This is doing like a point five or whatever. I, I know, I, I know, I I know. I'm doing the math. The like math. That's, that, that's that's an escape room in my head. Just <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll 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 just do out of ten. It's fine. Uh, four and a half out of ten. I didn't like it, but it wasn't the worst thing in the world. Uh, there there, there have been worse uh, movies, but uh, but yeah, for four and a half. Okay. Um, I I mean my my score is the same as Lou, so three three out of five. Um, I love this movie. It doesn't mean it's a good movie though. So that's that's where I'm at. It's not great, but I love it. <laughs> so, um, the score is really based on like. A mixture of those two things because if it's on the score of how much i love it it's a five out of five but if it's more <laughs> in like technical elements it's like a two out of five um so i'm going with a nice three out of five and like lou said to anyone who's like a lightweight in horror um anyone who likes escape rooms honestly will just get a kick out of the how creative these puzzles are because they're really really awesome and they do feel so familiar um and very similar to things you would experience in an escape room minus like the the tie to your personal trauma um, hopefully that's not a real thing but yeah, it's it's really fun. If you are interested at all in like any form of set design, this would be a cool movie to watch for that reason because the, it's just so creative and just it's sick. It looks it looks good. It looks real good. Um, so, with all that being said, uh, we watched Escape Room 2019, not 2018. Escape Room 2019 by Adam Robitel. Uh, this has been creeping it real. As always, I'm Michelle. I've been joined by Lou and Alex. And we will see you in the next video. Bye.